another day. All right, let's ride. schedule your boy had to make some moves and I ended up being away for a few days and wasn't able to do this to me it feels like I haven't done this in forever maybe it's because it's something I do poorly but I like to do I really enjoy this and even though I'm not very good at it in my own opinion you may think different I still like to do it because why because I just don't care I gotta do me and just to let you guys know I don't think this is gonna be the last one but it may due to me moving to Japan that's right I'm moving to the land of the rising sun in the next few days and i'm not sure how my schedule is going to be when i get there so hopefully once i get there within a month or two i can get situated and set up so that i can do this again because i really enjoy to do it and for those who are listening i would like to keep this going and maybe somebody new will pick up on it and even go back and listen to the old ones but it is what it is i got to make moves the way moves got to be made so in case this is the last one on the just in case thank you very much for everybody who rolled with me from episode one to where we are now 98 like i always say i'm done 91 more of these than i was expected to do because they say the average person only does seven and i'm already on 98 i did big things or however that math i'm pretty sure i fucked that math all up in my brain but don't worry about it we're here now i'm doing this until next time or maybe until the next episode who knows I would like to start a new podcast with a homie of mine, but if I can't get it to work, I may just stick to this. And if and when and possibly and if and maybe I do that, I'll be sure to let people know if they want to go over to that one because that one may conclude this one. It all depends on what the schedule looks like when I'm over there, but I would do my best. Now, now that I got all of that out of the way, I just wanted to say, being away from all the news and everything for a while was refreshing because I was living like a damn caveman. And it's overwhelming. If you've never been in a situation where you're away from everything that's happening in the world, where you're not really on the Internet or you have the option to, but the Internet is really slow, so you just really don't deal with it. You got no phones, none of that shit. If you've never been in that situation, it, it's, it's terrible but it's almost like a cleanse of all the negativity of the world. You learn to deal with people and work with people that are actually right in front of you. It's like how it was before the internet was around. So for those of us old enough to know, this is what it's like. It's like you got to call somebody, you got to walk and see where they're at. That's the type of world I was living in. That's the environment I was in. So for me, it was like a cleanse, kind of like getting back to that. But then when you get out and you miss all this technology you had around you, and you try to ease into it. There's no really easing into it. You get hit with like a tidal wave because you got breaking news, last week news, brand new news, all type of news, shit somebody else said, shit your cousin know, your mama them, and all this stuff. All these things happening around you, and it just goes as soon as you get back. So, it's, it's like a wave, and you just gotta kinda deal with it. And for a person like me who likes to watch news and be informed, I got hit with a tidal wave. 
saw all the shit about Amber Geiger, all the shit about the president of Ukraine, all these things that just got my mind like, what the hell happened in them 10 days while I wasn't around? Because believe you me, it felt like more. You know, about to experience that all over again, but I'll be better for it. I might even need it after trying to dig through all this bullshit. But anyway, I'm going to start with um, the Amber Geiger shit. I don't know if I talked about it at all. I can't even remember. But when I found out the end result of the, of the little trial and that she only got 10 years, I was angry. I was super angry. I was angry as any self-respecting black person would be. Or any self-respecting person, period, to believe that a police officer can walk into somebody else's house, not even doing any policing, and kill a man in his own house that's doing nothing wrong, and they only get 10 years. It, it should have shocked me. It just made me angry. It just reinforces all the negative shit about how we feel about ourselves and how we fit into this society. How we feel like, yeah, we're here, we're, we're, we're cool, things are driving a bit. But there's always just this thing there. There's always this thing that's just there. And as soon as something like this happens, you remind of how little you mean or how little you think that you mean, that feeling is reinforced 100% of the time. 100%. And it's just like the, the shit that just happened, I don't know if it happened today, a few hours ago, I want to say last night, a woman in um, Fort Worth, she was at home in our house. Her neighbor called the police trying to be a good neighbor because they saw her front door open. The police showed up and shot and killed her while she was in our house. At this point, I don't have a lot of details, but that's one thing I do know happened. And a lot of people are pissed off about it. A lot of people, as they should be. Now, this situation is a, just a little bit different. The police were actually called to the scene versus a cop not going to her right place of residence, which still blows my mind. But this was different because somebody called the cops because they thought somebody may have ran in there. But I just don't understand how this happens. Did they not do like a sweep of the house to see who was in there? There could have been children in the house. You know what I mean? They could have shot a child. So for this to go down in such a in a place where guns are glorified and it just it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me with everything that's been going on. Like, how did you go in there and shoot this woman in the house? What about this woman spooked you to the point? that you had to kill her. How did you not go in there and identify who was in the house? That's what I want to know. Because Texas is all a real, it's real conservative and it's real pro-cop, it's real pro-gun and all that shit and pro-military and all that shit is cool. But don't cover this shit up. If you really feel that way about, about gun, well, I would say about gun rights or gun control or whatever, and you really hold your police officers and your military to this higher standard, Texas, hey, and people, that fucking, anybody who feels that way about the police, the military, the guns, all that shit, if you really hold it in that high, in that high esteem, these people are fucking it up for you. People like Amber Geiger and people like this, whatever fucking cop went in there and shot this woman, they are fucking it up for you. If you really hold them that high, then uphold your standard as well. Don't protect these people. Don't make excuses for them. Hey, this may have been a complete accident. Well, this person fucked up. That's a murder. It don't matter. 
It don't matter. If I'm out here fucking with a gun and accidentally shoot my, shoot my neighbor through the wall, even though I was fucking with my gun trying to make sure it worked, and somehow I had a gun strong enough for it to shoot through and kill my neighbor, well, don't matter what my intention was, I shot a motherfucker, killed him. It don't matter. And the thing is, these people are supposed to be held to a higher standard because of their profession. Their judgment is supposed to be held at a higher standard. So I'm going to have a hard time understanding why people defend this stuff. I'm going to wait because I haven't heard it yet, but I know it's coming. I know it's coming. If people defended George Zimmerman, if people are still defending R. Kelly, if people are still def defending Michael motherfucking Jackson and the shit he may have done and the situations he put himself close to over and over again, it's coming for this. For real. I know it is. We got people defending a man who's got the highest position in the country that can't control his mouth. Continuously says vile things. Continuously gets support and defense by people. So I'm just waiting on the shit to roll in from this. I'm just waiting. And speaking of that same individual, now they trying to impeach this motherfucker or some shit he had over a phone call he had the, the White House put the put the information out, saying here it is, but then they cut out half the shit out and still left enough enough for people to feel like, oh, yeah, this is some bullshit. All because you mad somebody else is running for president and you're trying to dig into his shit and it's backfiring on you. Now, we play and we live, we work in a system where, hey, people pick their battles and some people want to hold on to things they want to believe are correct. People will sacrifice their whole, the whole lot of their integrity because of something they like a little bit to fend off something they really don't like. So you're going to get a whole segment of, of society that's going to say, it's not what you think it is, it's this, that, and the third. You need to look at Biden, da-da-da-da-da. But we all know. People with common sense know. The person that's currently there is not fit at all. At all, no matter how you felt about the first Bush, Clinton, second Bush, Obama, they carried themselves in a certain way. They carried themselves in a certain way to where, okay, this is the president. This individual is not anywhere near any of those gentlemen, regardless how I feel about them. You have to carry yourself a certain way. Just to be in, you should have to carry yourself a certain way just to be in that office. This man is not that. Not by a fucking long shot. Now you got Republicans, Democrats on his ass, shit, veterans on his ass for him pulling people out of Syria. For him, what they saying is abandoning the Kurds. Now, now, from what my understanding is, that the Kurds are the people who helped us fight um, ISIS. And the Kurds are folks who just want to live how they want to live. But they got into what I they got on our side when we were in the war in the Middle East to go fucking with ISIS. The Kurds were holding us down. We pulled support from the Kurds, pull out of northern Syria. People are pissed off. There's reports going around saying that no military 
was even consulted with this decision. It was just something that was done. Makes me feel like, let me look out for you, money play. What is happening around the world to the point that you're just going to go and do shit? Who owns you? That's what I want to know. Who owns you? To make you do things with, that appear to be with little to no thought. Yet it's continu- continuously done and continuously supported by people who will never benefit from it. Now, if you tell me, hey, we're pulling our troops from over there because it's getting the mission we have com- we wanted to accomplish, we have accomplished, it's far too dangerous, we are going to get our folks out of there, we got drones coming to get whoever else. You tell me that, I'm cool. I'm going to chill out because I'm all for troops coming home. I'm all for troops coming home. I never want anybody to be in a situation that's full of danger where they are going in a, in a situation where they can potentially lose their lives. I never want nobody to be in there for a prolonged amount of time because there's an after. And while I understand people think we still need troops there, there's an after effect to what you think needs to happen and what actually goes on. Because if we say the word troops, we don't say John Smith. We don't say Alejandro Rodriguez. We don't say Rashad Downing. We don't say names of actual human beings. I just made those names up, and they sound highly racist, but my bad. I just made some names up. But the people that they call troops are actual fucking people. And they have to come back. And they have to deal with everything that went on while they were there. So if that's the reason for the troops being important, then I'm all for it. Like, hey, we got a better situation going on. They're not needed. Make me believe it. Make me believe it. Make it seem somewhat like strategy other than a rash decision. That's all I'm asking. Appear suitable. But, like I said, the thing that works for this individual is to appear unsuitable. And then here we are. This is the world. This is the country that we live in. And it's part of the reason that I don't feel really bad that I'm not going to be here anymore as much as I love it. I love living this Southern California lifestyle. I love being from damn Florida. And I wish I was going back there instead. But hey, money talks. You got to go where the work is sometimes. So I'm going to go over there, do my time there, and then when it's time for me to roll, or if it's time for me to stay, I'm going to stay there. I got to go experience it first. Like, I would hope to at some point get to Europe and maybe settle over there for a little bit. That is a goal of mine. Then maybe one day, the motherland, I just got to visit first. I've already been to Europe. I'm going to Japan for work, so we'll see where I end up. But, I mean, for me, it's an option. Get my finances in order, get some job security, get paperwork together. I'm out. I'm not staying. If I can't afford to live the Southern California lifestyle or the Florida lifestyle I want to live and generate income, if I can live in Europe, if I can live in Japan, and I go visit and find out that as a whole they're treating us better, I'm out. I'm not subjecting my family to this shit. And there's a lot of things people don't see here in the States. If you're not from this, or if you are in 
I can't even call it denial. If you just if you're black and you think other and you just feel like other black people are complaining about shit, then you're not gonna feel what I'm talking about. But there's things that happen here. There's a feeling and emotion, there's a mood going on here that you can't really experience if you're not of it. Just like shit that goes on with everybody else. I don't know what it's like to be white, Asian, Hispanic, Native, Arab, anything else, I don't know. That shit ain't got nothing to do with me. I interact with everybody, but how they think and how they feel about their place or their, their place in this country, I can't identify with. I can be like I was around for them. I can bounce my experience off of their experience, but I can't comment on it. Can't speak on it. Sorry. I just know the things that I see and the way that things are presented in this country and the way they make me feel, whether it be good or maybe bad. That's just it. This is going to be my first time living outside the country. And from everything I hear about people who spent time in Japan, they fucking loved it. It's supposed to be safe and clean. Something that anybody could use some of. And hopefully I go there and pick up some of the language. And I come back and start speaking some Japanese on the podcast. Same thing like arigato, kamawa, all that stuff. I would love to to be Ichiban. You know, if that's the right way you say number one. I would love to come back and be the shit. But who knows, man. I just, I'm just, I'm just on this journey. And I wanted to say and start with things that kind of brought me into it. And that's why I got into the stuff about the politics, the news cycle, because it's crazy. And that's one of the reasons that I started, because these are the things I would think about when I was in the car by myself. I would just think about it. And I would just talk to myself internally about it. Just ask myself questions like, why do I feel this way? Why is X, Y, Z happening? And I figured, you know what, record it, man. So if this is the end, I want to start the same way. I had to challenge myself to do it, and I'm challenging myself now to continue. But if I don't, hey, man, sometimes you got to move on. But one thing I do know is that it's been fun, it's been real doing this, and I want to keep it going. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. And shout out to Simone Biles. She's got like 23 golds now, like the most decorated gymnast in history. Sounds about right. From everything I've seen, heard, or read, she's been killing shit. And who knows when she's going to stop. I don't know what's going to happen this next Olympics in Tokyo. Who knows if it's going to be her last. But hopefully she goes out on top. And if not, she had a hell of a run. She had a hell of a run. So congratulations to Simone Biles because that milestone hasn't been, hasn't been there yet. hasn't been reached yet. And she was the one to do it. And I think it's a huge accomplishment. Anybody who thinks different would have to be crazy. And speaking of a great run, there's a Kenyan man who I think he, they say this man ran a marathon in two hours. (laughs) Two hours. Under two hours. An hour and 59 minutes. I don't give a damn. Do you understand a marathon in that time frame? I'm surprised this man's damn heart didn't explode. That is insane to me. But I guess when you when you work for something, 
and you and you train, you can get it cracking like that. And if you happen to be a motherfucker that wants to run a long distance at a fast times and and you're Kenyan, <laughs> you got an even better shot at completing that task. That, but that is insane to me. If I could say his name properly, I would. But it looks like Elude Kapoje? Elude Kapoje? I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure this, I'll try to find an interview for him and post it on the No Planets Ride Facebook page. I'll try to post it there so people can see it. But it's insane to me. I One time for him, man. One time for anybody that's that's done something amazing like that. That's, that's just a result of training. And it's something that we as black people need to need to do, man. Uh, one of the guys that's on my Facebook feed, who I don't always agree with what he said, he posted a video about a woman who was talking about the race and obesity and how racism affects her diet and her weight gain and losses and how studies have shown that white women and black women doing the exact same diet the black woman lost the weight at a slower rate or didn't have the same effects and i don't know about all that shit i really don't i have no idea about what that shit is about how that how that works and they say outside stressors affected the diet and hey to me believable you know what I'm saying? Okay, maybe maybe that is it. But there is also the uh, the other side of that. What did you not do on your end? And it's not to down what she was saying, but it's like, what did you not do? And there's a lot of women. There's women in the crowd. Some of them were they were more heavy set, and they were clapping and agreeing. And there was other women in the crowd who were in decent shape or appeared to be in some certain type of shape to where they wouldn't be classified as overweight or whatever, and they were clapping too. So I don't know if there's something that I'm not feeling if, or if it's that same thing that I'm feeling that affects, that it would affect me the same way. I don't know. I recently lost like over 10 pounds. But the one thing I have been doing is drinking a lot more water, getting a lot more goddamn sleep. And my meal portions have been smaller. I don't know. I can't say what's going on in their lifestyle as a black man, my job is to support black women mostly. That is something I can't comment on. But there's just all sorts of things going on in the world and tying it back to racism or whatever. If that's what you want to do, fine. If you want to say food desert, fine. Like To me, that explanation makes more sense. Some people don't even believe the food desert thing is the truth. And I'm like, how? I've been to bad neighborhoods and don't see shit like Whole Foods and stuff over there. And maybe the argument is that if you put Whole Foods in the hood, people won't go there to eat. We don't know that. Because it's not there. I do know there's corner stores full of bullshit-ass food to eat. I do know you can go get rice and beans, but what person... A lot of people don't want to eat rice and beans every fucking day, even in the weight loss process. You eat some shit like that when you were in bodybuilding mode to where you cut your diet down to nothing. People want to to be able to eat what they want. Now, people should balance it out if they want to be healthy. But if you got a low amount of money and it's right there and it's convenient, a lot of people are going to make those mistakes and slip. Now, I'm not giving them 
I'm not saying that that's what they should do, and I'm not saying that they're right, but that's what's right there. Everybody's not trying to eat black eyed peas and beans and rice every day to lose weight. Expecting people to do that is kind of insane to me. But just because that's the situation doesn't mean you have to gain weight. I see both sides of the argument. I really do. But the, the guy's point was, if you can go and get your hair done and nails done and all this shit, you can afford to eat healthier. I agree. With that point, I agree. But I do think on the everyday at the food bank is, if the food desert exists, like it's believed it exists, then I... I don't know. I'm kind of at a loss because you got EBT and all the other shit. And, and because one of the things she brought up was that she's alone in the home with the kids. And I immediately went back and thought that, well, I know I said something about it. Like, well, we need men and women in our community to be more selective about who they mate with and have sex with because the result is you end up with these beautiful black children and sometimes due to the relationship between the parents these black children end up getting the short end of the stick and because the way things are set up a man can't be in a household in order for the woman to be receiving the money that man then gets cast out or what the man and the woman can do is make sure they're financially sound before they get into a situation where they can have a kid there's all sorts of things that kind of need to happen but the operative, not operative, but the thing we have, the X factor here is what I'm going to say. A lot of times it's youth inexperience. A lot of times when these things happen, people are, are too young and immature to fully be aware and to fully have the amount of understanding that they need to, to understand what they potentially get themselves into. So when people talk about the birth rate and, um, and they talk about African-Americans and then, or just kids in general with teen pregnancy and all that shit, we're not teen pregnancy. And they talk about the male not being in the household, especially the black male. A lot of things they don't say. That one of the things they don't say is the, the youth part about how it's usually when we're really young. And usually when we lack the maturity to, to think properly. And that's what I was thinking about when she made that statement. When she brought up the point about kids in the home and put out the... I'm like, no, don't say that. That make you sound crazy. And that's why I couldn't disagree with her. That's why I couldn't be like, yeah, you know what? Black women do have a heart. They go out and they, they got to be, they got to look a certain way, talk a certain way. I don't 100% feel like black people, black people get to be their full selves in a professional setting because our natural state of being is looked at or has been categorized as unprofessional. Okay, for some of us. So I could say, Outside pressures could maybe stressors could maybe make you do some shit you wouldn't necessarily want to do. It may make you smoke that cigarette, drink that beer, eat that food, whatever. Cool. I could have rolled until she said shit like that. She the head said, outside stressors and food deserts and bad neighborhoods, I'm with you. But when you got to saying that the, she's in the household by herself with the kids, that's when I was like, okay, I can't roll. Because that's a situation you can definitely control. And I know I'm rambling, but I got a lot of shit on my mind because I wasn't around. And I'm just seeing things pop up when they haven't all necessarily been on the news. It may just be me watching, scrolling through the Facebook feed and saying something like, okay, that's interesting. 
And I apologize for that. I'm not really on my game, but I don't really got a lot of time to, to do this with y'all. I got to pack up shit, spend time with the fam bam, and that's something I'm not doing right now while I'm sitting here talking to y'all. But it's something I feel like I got to do. Until I can get to a spot where I can do this on a regular basis. So my bad. My bad. One thing I do know for sure is that Florida State got blown the fuck up by Clemson. But on the high note, the Gators also got beat too. So I don't feel that bad. <laughs> my nose are three and three. And um, hopefully we can end the season above 500. And that's really all sports-wise I gave a fuck about this weekend. I know the Jags lost. I think the Bears lost. I think the Yanks are doing okay. And preseason basketball, I seen Kyrie got hurt like in the first minute of a game and he sat out. Other than that, I ain't seen shit. My sole focus has been um, getting music to listen to and movies to watch while I'm away and I don't have access to all my dope shit. So if you're not watching Peaky Blinders, you need your ass whooped. While it has a new album out, listen to that or you need your ass whooped. And if you like R&B, there's a young man by the name of Sir who has an album called Chasing Summer. Album's great. It's a really good album. I'm not the biggest R&B person. I am slowly going that way to incorporate more of that into my life. Because why not? Can't always blast rap music when you got little kids around. And I don't want to really introduce my, my youngest to that. They ain't got to be around it. But I'm excited for some of these projects that came out. Especially for the Wale. I know Young and May got a project out. And Currency, Trademark, and Roddy got a, got a project out. Also, my man Casanova from Brooklyn got a project out. So, I got a lot to listen to, man. New podcasts, new shows. I'm watching... Like I said, Peaky Blinders, I'm watching Electric Dreams on Amazon Prime. And Top Boy just came back out. So I got a lot of stuff I got to catch up on, man. And a lot of things to do before I move, like go home and pack. And right now, I'm going to take my black ass home and spend time with my family before I got to be out of here in a couple of days. So, as always, forgive me for rambling. It's been real. It's been chill. And I hope I continue to do this. But if not, I appreciate all the time you've dumped in to listen to me talk about random shit. I can only say I appreciate it. Thank you for those who supported me while I was doing this. Thank you for those who encouraged me to keep doing it when I thought I should quit. And if you ain't heard this shit, or you're not a fan, go back and listen to some other shit or whatever. At this point, I'm just rambling. I don't know what I'm saying. But I do thank you for your time. I do appreciate all the support I got. And hopefully I can do this again. And hopefully I can still make that other podcast. It's a dream. I don't know. But anyway, man, y'all be real. Y'all be chill out there, man. It's been a, it's been a blast. And if, uh, you know, if I never talk on this damn microphone again, remember a few things. Learn something new every day. Change the world. Start with yourself. That's what I'm doing now. Trying to change the world, start with myself. That way I can have my little umbrella of people who buy into the things I tell them and then they improve upon it by telling me, hey, that didn't work, but this worked. And then we spread the umbrella and we create positive vibrations throughout the universe because that's what I want. So do good things and hopefully good things come back. Remember, black people especially, read. Drink water. Do cardio. Make time for friends and family. 
and chill. And I guarantee you will improve your life. I promise. I don't give a damn if you read an article. I don't care if you're reading a book. Magazine, read. Exercise that muscle. I just got back into reading the book and it opened my mind to some shit because it was something I would have never read before. But just, just read. Pick up a book and, and read it. Just do something different. Get away from everything for a little while. Drink water, drink water, drink water. I promise you will feel better throughout the day. And do some damn cardio. The waist is cool. The waist is cool. But the older you get, you need to do more cardio. I'm only telling you this is a person that's recently lost a decent amount of weight. And I plan on continuing that. Um, do cardio. It's good for you. That's it, man. That's all I got. Y'all be kidding. Y'all be trill. Don't kill, like I almost said. But y'all be trill. Be trill. Be real. Be cool. Be smooth. All that good shit. One life, one love. All the above. Too well built, still smoothing and silk dipped in milk. Y'all know how shit goes.